This is Jen and Lottie Do Parenting, where we take you into our world of trying to figure out the ins, the outs, the ups, the downs of life as a parent. And by the way, if you're new to the pod, make sure you pop back to season one, episode one, the beginning. It might just put a little more context on things for you. Oh, that's a good one. I might go back and listen to that one myself. You should. I really like Clock that one. Clock up the listens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today we're going to chat about our triumphs and failures. And we also want to talk about the naughty step. Does it even work? Also, we need to figure out when is the most difficult time to parent? This is Jen and Lottie. Do parenting. Please note, Jen and Lottie do not claim to be experts. Excuse me? I have a beautiful boy. I am an expert. Well, I haven't a clue what I'm doing. I'm pretty sure we're all just winging it. Should we get to it? Let's do it. You proud of me? You proud of me? Go on, go on. What's your triumph? You proud of me, Lottie? I don't know. Am I? Am I? You are, because I'm here and you know I've been out nearly every night of the week. I have to say, you don't look it. Is that a compliment? Yeah, because the laser's working. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I've been out a lot. A lot of events, a lot of stuff happening. And they just all, it was like three big events in seven days. That's a loss. That is a loss. But I kind of had a flashback to my childhood because I didn't think it would ever happen. Because I don't really go out that much. But I did in the last seven days. I had a flashback to when I was a kid and I looked up at my mam and she was going out to Baldoyle Musical Society two nights a week to rehearse some play, whatever. And I remember going to her, are you going out again? <laughs> the judgment in your voice. And Enzo said that to me. <gasps> oh. When I was going out again. He's like, but we're watching Star Wars. I was Aww. like, oh, I would love to watch Star Wars, but I have to go to this event tonight. So he said that to me and the guilt, the guilt. Do you feel guilt? Ah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Because Loud does that thing where he does something like Whopper, like he gets the projector down and he makes a cinema night. Yeah. And they get make posters and tickets. I'm missing out on all that family crack. And uh, I have to get my face done and hair done. And it's a whole it's ordeal. A it's a, a whole process. ordeal. But anyway, I got through it. I got through it. Kind of enjoyed myself. And I was still up early uh, doing the school run and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, pat on the back. Sorry, I'm just going to give myself a pat on the back. Are you done now though? Is that it for Christmas? Are you going to be done now? Well, I have, well, I have a few bits to do over um, work stuff. Yeah. So I just wonder... I wasn't invited to any of these things. Yeah, because I know you're not going to go. I've just stopped asking you. Yeah, but I'd still appreciate the invite because I just think it's polite. Yeah. I'm still not talking to you because you were dissing my midlife crisis boots. Yeah. Moment. I'm wearing them. So no, can we just... For everybody who's listening and cannot see us. Okay. Do you know what? I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. You describe the boot to people. Give your interpretation of what that boot looks like. They are long, black, leather cowboy boots. So it was, go- it was going well. Long, black, leather. Sounds good. And then she throws in the word cowboy boots. Jennifer, you're having a midlife crisis. Yeah, I know that. These boots are not for you. They're made for walking. You, That's just what they'll do. You paid an obscene amount of money for those shoes. 
One uh, of these days, these boots are going to kick you in the face, Lotta, if you don't stop dissing my boots. No, because I think you need to realise, I know people have been telling you. I can't even I can flick see them up your hoo-ha when you do that. Okay, I won't do that then. I, I know people have been telling you they're gorgeous. Because people in work, I saw them telling you they're gorgeous. My real friends. They are not your real friends. They are not your real friends. I am your real they friend. Are. That is not okay. I can rock these. I wore them in spite to an event. I know that that's exactly why you wore them. So these were one of the purchase for one of the events. And I said to Lottie, I was like, I'm going to an event. And I'm thinking about wearing cowboy boots, like these long boots. And you were like, no, do not do that. Yeah, but I think you appreciate my honesty. I did, but it's I the still pattern, wear them. Jen. It's the pattern. There's anyway, a- anyway, they're here to stay. They're here to stay. What does Lau think of them? Um, I don't care. Okay, that means he doesn't like them. I actually don't care. That means he doesn't I like them. I don't care. So I did a lot of events and wore my boots and... You're too old for them. Here they are. <gasps> You're so going to get cancelled for that. Am I? Yeah. 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 Leave that in. Do not edit that out. You deserve that. No, leave it in. You leave it in. absolute bitch. No, you can wear... And do you know what? You get Don't a... Don't backtrack. I'm not backtracking. Don't backtrack. I am not backtracking. Can you just listen? I'm saying you can get away. I can see the hoo-ha again. Okay. Put your leg down. You can get away with wearing absolutely anything. And you're getting away with wearing them because you've got like legs of a gazelle. Very few people. You're forgiven. Thank you. You're forgiven. So my triumph this week. <sighs> Wolf is doing very well in speech therapy. I know. You've been nice. Oh, so yes. Good. He is so doing good. really, really well. And something is connecting because he is suddenly mimicking us a lot. And, you know, just we're getting multiple new words. And it's just, it's absolutely divine. However, part of um, what we are learning at the moment is this thing called love. Have you heard mm. of love? Uh, it must be, um, I don't know, sign? Sign yes. language? Yeah. So it's like kind of, um, I don't think it's full-blown sign language, but it's um, like, it, it's specifically, I think, implemented in kids. Yes. And it, my sisters did it with their kids. It's supposed to a lot be of people do it, really yeah. beneficial because when you put in like a, an association with a word, p- kids can pick up the word way more quickly. So myself and Fabio are trying to learn the basics yeah. to help him. And it's good because people like Miss Rachel, anybody who has Miss Rachel <sighs> on at home will know that Miss yeah. Rachel does love all the time. Okay. So you're not going to believe one of the words. Mm. Guess what the sign for drink is? Okay, well, I would presume the sign for a drink would be like a little cup to the mouth, like a little drinky. No. So the sign for drink, and I realise that this is an audio medium and this is a visual thing. So Well, you do it and then I'll explain it. Okay, do you want me to? So I'm walking around, you explain what I'm doing. I'm walking around with my two-year-old son going, do you want a drink, Wolf? Do you want a drink? I'm not going to explain that. It's basically the universal symbol for a blowjob. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that drink? That is not drink. So imagine me in a restaurant and I'm going, drink, drink. Stop doing it. But that's what it is. It's disturbing. Now, who told you this? 
This is known. This is the symbol for drink, okay? Okay, so when you were lear- when you had to learn the symbol for drink, who told you? Was it in a book? It's in books. It's in, um, you know, therapists can show it to you. So is, Miss Rachel does it okay. all the time. Okay. And yes, we have paused on these moments on the telly to just to be 100% sure of and what is going on. they're all doing the same thing. It, this is... Now, unless somebody wants to correct me, I am happy to learn. But as far as I'm aware, drink is like giving yourself a side blowjob. Or a punch in the face. So what Lottie's doing, she's like really quickly with one hand, she's punching I'm herself short, I'm in short the chin. of sticking my tongue <laughs> under my cheek. That is, that's very odd. You need to stop that. But I just don't know, did the people who invented this, did they have the best sense of humour ever or were they... Not clued in. Maybe they're just taking the piss. So that's kind of fun slash embarrassing because I won't use it in public with him. Okay. I don't want him doing it. And your child is severely dehydrated (laughs) because of the fact. (laughs) Okay. Well, I was at a dinner party the other night and our kids were there. And remember as kids, you used to go into the parents and go, oh, we want to do a play. Oh, I did that all the time. I used to love that. Loved a good play. It was great. Um, so Florence was off with the other uh, two, three kids and Enzo was there and Enzo came in and he was like, I'm not doing the play, but the girls are going to do the play. So we all sat down. We're getting ready for the play. Okay. And Florence is like, this play is about murder. Oh. Yeah. We're going to murder a lot of people. Oh. And then they were simulating uh, like... Very violent attacks on each other and falling to the ground and dismembering uh, each other. And the parents we were with kind of looked at us, looked at me and Lau and they were like, what, I mean, is your child um, psycho? I was like, I think she is. Like there's something going on. Okay, so it's a murder mystery. It wasn't a, like bit a mystery. It was just well, it was just full on crazy. Everybody got murdered so in this she's play. Fascinated with them killing. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the type of movie she's watching at the moment. What are you letting her watch? Well, we watched Men in Black recently. Is that that's not really? Oh well, there's well, killing of aliens. I don't know. It's it, and she. They all had a smile on their face. So at least you know they weren't upset by all the murdering. But my friend handled it so well. She was like, "Okay, this is. Uh, I don't like this. I don't like this play. You know, it's the festive season. Uh, it'd be nice to have some kind of happiness festivity." Was there screaming? Was no, it, there was no screaming. It wasn't but when horrific. People were dying. Were they going? Aah! It was kind of, it was pantomime yeah, and they were kind of falling down. I was like, oh my God, my child is murder girl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, and so Florence is the murderer. I she would lives say, to the end. I would say she, yeah, she lives to the end. Of yeah. course she does. So I thought she was uh, the writer slash director yeah. in this play. And I got really worried. So we had to have a long, long chat. And what did you tell her? Um, I was like, don't do that again because it's really embarrassing. Okay. Don't do that. Oh, did she ask why? She was like, it's just a play. She was like, we're just pretending, you know, because I just think she's creative. at the age. Yeah, she's being creative. I don't see any darkness. Like it was Enzo. And I'd be like, oh God, we're in trouble here. No, but there was no malice. There was no darkness. It was just. She's fascinated she's by murder. She's having a crack. Yeah. She's murder is very popular, Jen. She's like, I'm an artist. It, uh, yeah. You know, don't stifle me. The murder podcasts are big these days she doesn't she, like she doesn't have a, she doesn't listen to podcasts she doesn't know any of that she's not it, it just it's kind of it's taking storytelling to a different level 
Well, look who her parents are. Well, I'm hoping she was feeling she was in a safe space. Okay. And she's obsessed with death at the moment. She's going through this thing, this fate. Like, she's, where are you going? Dying and that who's happens dead to and, all kids, I think. And randomly bringing up relatives that have died that we haven't spoken about in ages. And oh, remember, oh, a granny sister, Auntie Una, who died like years ago. You know what I mean? So wow. it's just a phase. I hope it's a phase. But it doesn't matter if it isn't a phase because I think it's healthy. Yeah. I think that's a healthy thing to, to ask questions about. Yeah. Let me yeah. tell you about my failure this week because it kind of is intertwined with my triumph. So while Wolf is doing well with the words, he, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, has also kind of started to imitate myself and Fabio with things that we say. Mm-hmm. And this is really very fresh, very new for the two of us. And the other day he was playing with his trains and he crashed them and he went, Oh, shit. <gasps> two words together. Yes, actually. Two words together, but yeah, oh, yeah. shit. Brilliant. So he used it in the right context, which I was really proud of. And as you've pointed it out, it's actually two words together. But it made me realise, oh, shit, we curse like sailors at home. We really need to rein it in. But he is saying it all the time now. What is the law of a uh, symbol for oh, shit? shit? Oh, you haven't checked that one out yet. <laughs> shit, shit. I would imagine it's something very self-explanatory. Do you stop him? Um, no, I bring no attention to it. Okay. I just go, oh, oops-a-daisy. Yeah, the oops-a-daisy. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah. Instead of, oh, shit. But then I, I feel like it almost doesn't matter what I say to him because if he hears me saying it, out of context, he'll still repeat it, you know. But that's two more words he has. I know. I'll take that as a, as a triumph. Okay. Go Wolf, go Wolf. Come here, did you hear? Go on. The naughty step. Yeah. What about it? It's so 2002. Oh, I don't know. When did it start? I don't know. I just think I get Super Nanny vibes when I think of the naughty step. You know, she was synonymous with the naughty step. Remember Super Nanny? She terrified me. Yeah. She I was thought, really scary. She was good. Or was she? (laughs) This is my question. Because according to a new report, the naughty step could actually make your kids worse. Mm. And I think we have all tried the naughty step. I know I have in my house. So a parenting expert called Kerwin Ray says that it gets you what you want quickly. But by the age of 14, you now have a rebel on your hands. A rebel, I don't, I don't want a rebel. He explained that this method teaches kids that the solution to conflict is to walk away. And this isn't something we want them to carry with them throughout life. Facing their problems and talking it out is the only way to go. Mm. Parents are divided on this. Um, they're really divided on his advice with many stating the naughty step worked perfectly well for their Gorgeous, perfect family. However, others express their relief over never using this method. It's important to remember that, you know, every family is different and what works for one isn't going to work for another. We all know that. However, I was never put on the naughty step. No, because... It we was didn't have one. Super nanny. Yeah, so it was before that. I think, I don't think it was a thing of the, the early 90s. Okay. I for really me, don't. For me, discipline was, if you'd been bold... And you, you legged it upstairs to get away from your parents. I would hear the drawer opening in the kitchen, the wooden spoon being taken out and being banged against the kitchen table. Yeah. And then they'd shout, do you hear that? That's the wooden spoon. 
and they'd go up and no that they, was it that was it that was it and you'd be upstairs going oh my god the wooden spoon and sure. it got you every time every time did you not it's not like the boy who cried wolf and not like the 50th no, it was time. the threat. It was the threat. But they never wanted to. Never, you. ever, ever. Not even a little spank on the arse. No. The worst was if um if my dad came in and just looked at you and said nothing and shook his head. Disappointment. That's not discipline. Oh, is it not? No. Yes, it is. So I did, wasn't bold. Did you ever do anything really bad and they had to reprimand you in some way? I was grounded. Okay, there we go. So you were grounded. What what are we talking now? What what is a week? Right. Okay, that was too wishy washy for my family. Okay, why? What what was your discipline? I, it was just there. It was just everything was taken away. Like what? Going outside, speaking on the phone, talking to people, seeing your friends, pocket money. Oh, see, I didn't get pocket money. Tell me this: you're in the shopping center. You're, you've got a trolley full of groceries and Florence wants something and you say, no, you're not allowed to have that. It's full of sugar. We're not getting it. And she falls to the floor, screaming and kicking and going bananas. What do you do? I would walk away. You'd leave her there. Get in the car. No, Jen, you can't do that. That's not what And works. leave her there. No, 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 no. somebody else would deal with No, her. come on. What would you do? I've never had that. You've never had that? I've never happen. had a tantrum in a supermarket. No. I've had tantrums at home. So I had a tantrum recently in supermarket. But he's only two. So it's not like a proper tantrum. But yeah. it was, to me, everyone was staring. He was screaming, bawling, crying. He didn't want to be in the seat in the trolley. So I went straight to the baby aisle and got a big packet of crisps. Good on you. And some juice. And I opened them and, and I sat just, on the floor and started I crying gave yourself. him whatever he wanted. Okay. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah. <laughs> and I just said, please. But you can't reason when they're mental. No. You know, you There's can't no reason when they're crazy and having that tantrum. You need to... Um, Diffuse the situation. Exactly. Exactly. And that is the main thing. I heard that hugging when they're in that, when they're really upset and really angry, instead of trying to fight fire with fire, you just grab onto them and hug them. And I did find that works with Florence. Well, she'd have a tantrum at home. It's about regulating their nervous system, their mood, their emotions. And as much as you don't really want to hug them in that moment, it's good for you. It's good for them. And it definitely works. And I would always find she would then apologize after without me having to ask her for an apology. Well, that's a good one. And then you can, in retrospect, reason with them. However... I use the naughty step a lot because it's just, Leo actually used it the other day. It ju it's just one of those things you whip out of the bag, you know, like an old pair of cowboy boots. Oh, don't bring up the cowboy boots. 
I don't want to talk. And about you whip numbers. it out and you think this is going to work. But it's interesting to hear that experts are now saying no, because it's teaching your kids that you should be removed from a conflict See, I, and I, removed from a stressful situation and not deal with it. I disagree with that because I think it's good to walk away from conflict sometimes. I think it's better as you get older sometimes to know the appropriate time to take a big deep breath and walk away from the situation rather than... But they're not... They're being plucked out of it. Like in a nightclub when, you know, the bouncers come in and, you know, the lights go up and they're just like being reefed out of the situation. <laughs> you know, they're, they're not having a choice. But then again, is because they can't make that decision themselves. They don't have the tools. They don't have the tools. And I think that's why, well, for me anyway, with Wolf when he's having a, a little meltdown, I just don't even bother because I'm like, I don't even know if you understand what's going on. And you're trying to tell me something and it, you're not able to. So your only way of expressing yourself is you're just having a bit of a melter. So I'm just going to shove loads of crisps into your mouth. Into your face. And, and see how you can uh, see what happens. Will you ground Wolf when he's older? If he does oh, anything. Oh God, I just don't know if I want to. Um, you like to do something, I Lottie. Kn I know in my house growing up, the boys were definitely disciplined differently to the girls. The boys got in trouble a lot more than the girls. Mm -hmm. So I... Did they push boundaries they more? They pushed boundaries way more. Okay. And that worries me with having a boy because I don't want to... I, I hate the idea of being the evil cop and having to discipline them. I just hate the idea. But obviously, if I have just to get do Fabio it, to do it. I'll just get Fabio to do yeah. it. No, because I know he's going to talk behind my back with him in Italian and say, I'm going to tell her that I'm doing this. And I'm going to say, I'm screaming at you, but really, I'm telling you, I love you. I love you maybe, in Italian. Maybe, maybe. It's a tricky one to navigate. But anyway, the naughty step is out. I want to talk what about... I want to talk about um, Patrick Dempsey. And there's a reason I want to talk Patrick about Because he's the hottest man no, in the country. No, Jen, I apparently. knew that you Sorry, were going to say that. in the country, the world. I knew voted you, I knew you were going to say that. handsome man on the planet. Do you agree with that? Not at all. And it's also not handsome. It's sexiest man alive. Oh, see, I would have... Really? Sexiest man alive. Sexiest he man alive. He is not Brad Pitt in Fight Club. No, it, it, yeah, but he, he, is, he, he is a good looking guy. Yeah, but like, I mean, he... Sexy as There's nothing sexy about what he's saying. There, I love what you did there. There you go. That was real pro-link. So, small kids, small problems. Big kids, bigger problems. He might be the sexiest man alive, but Patrick Dempsey is also a dad of three, Jen, and he has no problem dishing about finding parenting hard. And what age, in particular, is the hardest age to parent? Now, he's 57, Patrick Dempsey, believe it or not. And he is warning people that it's not when they are babies and toddlers. So this is something I personally was not happy to read about. Um, so he has a child called Tallulah, who's 21. Mm -hmm. And then he has twin boys, Darby and Sullivan. They're both 16. And he says he finds it harder to parent his teens than it was to parent his kids when they were younger. He said it's because you have to give them the space yeah. to grow and be themselves while also parenting them. And they're fighting for their independence and they're pushing the boundaries. But you're trying to give them that while also keeping them safe. And I'm suddenly terrified. 
of all the years ahead of me. When well, I thought babies yeah. was going to be... The, when you're sleep deprived and you have a toddler spitting milk on you and you're going around doing the blowjob hand symbol for drink, you're thinking, really? It gets worse than this? Apparently so. You be doing this. <laughs> you be doing two hands. Because <laughs> they'd be drinking so much, they'd be out drinking. You're like, are you drinking more than one beer? I told you. You could only have one. Do you know you had a load? <laughs> Stop doing it. Sorry. But yes, it is frightening. And I know because I have friends who have teenagers and I'm like, oh, I can't wait. You know, it will get to a stage where Enzo's not crawling into the bed or they're having, they're getting sick from crash or whatever. And I can get a full eight hours again. Oh no. Because then they're out and you will never sleep through those nights. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? There's no handbook. There is kind of guidance out there from like real podcast people and parenting people and who experts. Who actually are experts. Who are experts and they give you a lot of advice and you can take what you want, but there's a lot of information. There's nothing for teenagers. Mm. There's nothing to help you navigate the world of teenagers and preteens as well because they are pushing the boundaries. And I think of me and I was a little dick. You, Yeah, you've said that. Like I got expelled so many times. I didn't know that, Jen. What was it? Suspended? What age? Well, I suspended from primary school. And I definitely... How do you get suspended from primary school? I forgot my knitting. I was told to go down to the principal's. I didn't want to knock on her door. I saw she was on the phone, Sister Carmel. She was in a bad mood. So I hopped over the wall and I ran home. And you got suspended? That's the long and the short of it. Okay. However, I was always, always looking for danger and looking for, you know, pushing the boundaries and doing crazy things. And So are you worried that Florence is going to be like you? Yeah. And how do you deal with that? I'm going to deal with it much better than my parents dealt with it well, because I, my dad was so strict and I was kind of... Yeah, but he's a guard. I know, he but he was strict. too strict. No, he was too strict. Like We weren't allowed to do anything. We weren't allowed to go to discos, Lottie. We, we, we had to be always doing our books because the most important thing is that we would study and we all had an aversion to school. Like we were like, oh, we, like because it was forced on us. It really was. Now, you know, my family, I'm the youngest of six. We're all quite entrepreneurial. We've lived all over the world. We've done this, we've done that. But we weren't very academic because we, it was it was like a thing we had to do and we missed out on so much fun stuff. There wasn't a lot of balance, you know? Okay. So that really pushed me to rebel. Rebel. And I don't think Florence, yeah, she'll push boundaries and she'll push her buttons. And Enzo as well, uh, as well, of course. But I don't think they'll completely rebel. But it, so is the way to counteract that to allow them the freedom to do the other things? Is I think you saying? have to. Okay. I think, yeah, without being their pal, like I'm not one for going, oh, I'm your best friend and I'm your mammy, you know? Yeah. I don't want to be her best friend. I want to be her mother, you know, and I want to have a great relationship with her. But I don't want to be one of those people, one of those parents who goes out boozing with my child. And, no. You know, you know, no. She, that, she needs to find her own social circle for that. But it is a really tricky one. It is a tricky one, but you, uh, you, your parenting is only going to start when they get older. Lassie. But sure, I still ring my mum crying about stuff. You know, I'll ring her and be like, oh, I have this problem. This happened to me. What do I do? How do I deal with this? And then I'll say to her, does it get easier parenting? And she'll go, well, Lottie, did you not just call me last week about A, B and C and you're 38 years old? Mm. Does that not answer your question? Yeah. My mum says she has six worries. Wow. You know, because we all have different things going on in our lives. And then I feel really bad because we always go back to mom, you know, for advice and, and unload. 
And I'm like, God, how many phone calls did she get this week? Yeah. <laughs> from me, from Barry, from Carl, from Lynn, or whatever, you know? But it's a different stage of life. Like, you're not teenagers anymore. I yeah. do remember being, I would find it hard to sleep when my brothers and sisters would go out into town at night. So I can't imagine what it must have been like for my parents. You'd be terrified of, oh my God, and what if they get into a fight? Yeah. And what if, you know, the, you know, mum and dad have to get called to go and get them? And you'd be ter- I'd be so scared. The boys. And girls getting injected in nightclubs. <gasps> That's... I've and lads heard, getting injected I in nightclubs. I have heard about that happening to my sister's friends. And that is... How old were they? Um, early 20s. Okay. And two girls mm-hmm. uh, in a nightclub injected. And that is terrifying because that is really real. People are actually doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And that, how can you protect your kids against that? How can you send them out into a world to have fun with their friends and go and live life and protect them against something like that. That scares the shit out of me. Do you know what else is really frightening? And it, my, I just get a, a little panic attack when I hear like the school, the end of year holiday. I'm like, she's not going on that. <laughs> Why, what did you do on yours? Um, I think I went to, to America to see my older older brothers and sisters. But like that end of year, did you do that holiday that they all do? No, the, I didn't go on it. What is it, the leaving year holiday? It's the sixth year holiday. Sixth year holiday. I didn't go well, on I my guess, sixth year holiday. No. No. I don't think I would have been allowed either. No, I didn't go on it. But I know what happened on it with the people who did go. Really? <laughs> yeah. Crazy? Yeah. Lifelong regrets <laughs> for people. Maybe, well, we're talking about, you know, letting them be independent. Maybe the thing is to let them go, but go with them, but not go near the resort, but be like on the same island. Or what about putting, what's the thing you put in Florence's shoes sometimes? An air tag. An air tag. Yes. But by then she'll be older. I'll have it a in her skin. <laughs> I'll have her chipped. I know. Chipped. I'll know where she is and I'd what be up she's for doing. That. I'd be up for chipping. But honestly, no, Patrick Dempsey is, okay, he may not be the sexiest man No, he's us. not. He's not. He's not bad. However, he is dead right. I do think our parenting hasn't even started yet. Stop, stop. I know. It's too much. I'm already tired. Have you heard about the internet dad, Rob Kenny? No. Okay, can we just talk about this for a sec? So this guy, he's basically become the father figure that millions of people never had. His YouTube channel is called Dad, How Do I? And it's basically this channel that offers practical parenting advice, like practical father advice. So he tapped into a niche that I don't think people realised they were hungry for. And Mm -hmm. it all started during COVID, like loads of these things do. So Rob says he talked to his adult kids all the time about adulting, trying to prepare them for the world. He tried to include them in all kinds of things like building a fence, tying a tie. And he wanted to train them because he and his wife wanted them to be functioning adults that other people actually liked to be around. His own dad left him and his mum when he was 14 years old. So the premise behind the YouTube channel is he started it up as a way to share some of the knowledge he had had to learn the hard way. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. how to shave, how to change your tie, how to do things around the house. It's basically a way to empower people. He's like trying to be the dad for people who might not have had a dad growing up. It's amazing. 
You need to see this channel. I just think it is such a simple idea that would mean so much to so many people because there's so many people who don't have that figure in their lives and at certain points feel like, oh, I wish I had a dad or someone to ask these questions of. And I think it's, I think it's genius. I, I really um, appreciate Lau as a father figure, obviously, to my two beautiful, amazing children. But he is very proactive in making sure they're not complete tools. How? When it comes to, well, he makes them do, he teaches basic life skills. Doesn't he make them take the bins out? Take the bins out. They know how to cook a pasta sauce. They know to how they make their own breakfast. They make their beds, and it's stuff that we kind of implement because all these little life skills are so so important. Because I see it time and time again. So many people are going off to college or whatever, and they haven't a ble- They can't boil an egg. They can't do anything for themselves. Yeah. And isn't that what you want to do? And as much as you love your kids and you want to do a lot for them, you want to give them the tools to be completely independent. Yeah. It's a tough one though. Like I, I feel I didn't learn the cooking life skill. Just as you said, you go off to college and to, wouldn't know how that. to boil an egg. I didn't get that, Jen. I didn't get that. And is that because your mom is not? Um, she just a never. Ta- I don't. Whiz. I don't want to say my mother is not a culinary whiz because she loves the podcast. She listens. And she makes incredible Sunday lunches and mm-hmm. stews and she cooks Christmas dinners and she's amazing. But we never stood around the cooker together yeah. learning to cook. Mm-hmm. Um, so I never had an appreciation, I think, for cooking. Now, my brothers and sisters are amazing cooks. So something so how, changed after me. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I missed the boat on that one. Um, so Fabio's going to have to instill that one into Wolf. But I definitely want him to be able to do practical stuff. Like I want him to be able to not be independent, be not relying on other people, be able to do change a tire. Yes. Just that basic stuff. Yeah. You know, but I'm sure. Yeah, I, I mean, they're they're just basic life skills. But I'm sure there's there's times where you know, other times in your life that you really miss that father figure. Of course, obviously, of like course. you in your life and these milestones is not just the cooking and the changing of the tires and all this kind of stuff. But was there a particular moment in your life where you were like, oh my god, can't believe he's missing this? I probably when w- Wolf was born. Yeah. Because people used to say to me all the time, oh, what about your wedding day? Yeah. You must have been thinking about your dad all day. I was like, I wasn't. I was having the time of my life on my wedding day. I was surrounded by loved ones mm-hmm. and I was having an absolute ball. I wasn't moping around. He was there. He was in the ether. You know, it was grand. But there was something different when my child came into the world because it wasn't a moment. It was a future. I was thinking about oh, you would have been such a fucking good granddad. And you were at the christening looking at all your family going, none of you will babysit. None of these fuckers are going to babysit. No, none of them are. Dad dad would have taken care of. He would have been a big babysitter. Would he have? So I lost a babysitter. (laughs) I didn't just lose dad. I lost the babysitter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
Your mom's going to be on the phone now going, I'll take it. I know. She's always saying it. She's like, she won't let me babysit. I'm like, mom, that's twisting the narrative. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did meet your sister and she said the same thing. Yeah, they would say that, wouldn't they? They would say that. Um, Well, look, we would love to hear your thoughts on anything we've chatted about The naughty today. step in particular. I would yeah. love if people got in contact with us about discipline. Yeah, we, how do you do it? What is in now? What's in? What's in? What's cool? What's hip? How do you discipline? We have a link tree in our Instagram bios at Lottie Ryan one and at Jen Zamparelli and you can get in contact with us and send us direct messages there. Nothing creepy, just parenting stuff. Also, <laughs> you made a very good point. Season one is Excellent. Season one is banging. Absolutely. And if you want to get a bit of context to how this all started and our lives and how we ended up here, how we ended up here, go back and have a listen. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode in your ears. This is Jen and Lottie Do Parenting. Thanks for listening to Jen and Lottie Do Parenting. We really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review. It really helps the show if you do. We'll have new shows in your podcast feed every Wednesday.